Right? Nobody wants to kill you. They might want to fuck you up, not kill you. Okay. You'll heal up. You know, you'll heal up. Yeah, that's best case scenario. Yeah, nobody wants to want to fuck you up. Why, why are you up. bringing that up? Don't put weird things into the air. What? I'm saying, you the one said die. I said no. I said I'm not afraid to die. But nobody wants to do that. To you. I, we need you. Oh, do we? Yeah, for the culture. That's a fact. It's like you think I'm going to die, so now you're telling me all the stuff that you would say after I died. I don't think you're going to Because the minute I see it getting that serious, I'll make a phone call. Uh-huh. I'll call it. I'll use one of my super favors. Super favors? Yeah. Because you've been doing a lot of That's going to take a whole lot of favors. Oh, okay. But I can well, get it done. That's interesting you say that because I am uh, mostly concerned with discussing this. I think I had a little bit of a realization last night that I had misplayed my hand and that I had uh, made some mistakes. So I want to own up to that and, and speak about what the last nine months of my life has been like. So welcome to the Adam and Wax show. Can we uh, please bring up my timeline up here that I, uh, I drew this up. Misplayed your hand. I, this is... I'll tell you all about it. I'm a poker player, so we got to talk about that. Oh. So this right here mm -hmm. is my timeline of the last nine months or so. So we're going to go from the left. March. March. March says the breakup. This is not extremely. Yes. This is not extremely specific because obviously, like, I don't even remember what part of March this happened in, but March is when things essentially started to Were you crumble. in AD? AD, TRL, all that shit. Right. And Who did so, start with first? Who did you, was it just one thing or did it like you and TRL got into it and maybe he left? Like, was You don't it, remember this? All I remember is you was talking behind AD back, and the dude went on live and said that you're going to fire AD, and AD was wondering how he knew, and then somebody called you. Okay, that's a narrative. But, uh, yeah, that that whole thing, the whole okay. thing, Adam talking behind AD's back, quote-unquote, et cetera. So then begins the period where you probably can't really see it because the camera's in I front know. of it, but it says them dissing me all the time and me not responding. That April. Was, that was a longish Time period April here. April to June. Uh, till, I'm going to say, honestly, till kind of like July. Uh, and I even marked the honeymoon just when to kind of put that into oh, perspective. When did they kick off community? That it was already going before the breakup. Oh, it was already but going. But that's when they started Fig Unity. Fig Unity. Fig Unity World. So, so was that T-Rail <laughs> No, his back on fig ad shit is community and then when they left they started fig community world gotcha. okay right. and so i even marked the honeymoon just to kind of put that in perspective that there was this sort of extended time period that i would describe as a period where they were talking about me a lot they were doing a lot of clickbaiting about me and i was just kind of like letting it go i was just not really interacting too much there was a few episodes where i maybe like stated my opinion and everything but i was kind of trying to de-escalate the situation for that time period by not really responding, right? Then I've marked up here, it says SBA slash BLK. You're probably wondering what that stands for. This stands for Snoopy Badass slash Bootleg Kev. Now, why I'm marking that is because around this time period in like mid-July, I did a Snoopy Badass interview mm -hmm. where he spoke on AD. It wasn't the most disrespectful thing ever, but he it definitely- He said because AD was the reason why he couldn't come up here. 
Because of, of me. He called him a uh, WAC 100 agent. I remember that. And other things. And uh, so that kind of increased the tension a little bit. Then you have the bootleg Kev interview. I'm not even sure which happened first, but the bootleg Kev interview. Would you? I uh, He interviewed me, yes. And I go on there, and he ends up asking me a bunch of questions about those guys. And through this whole time period between the breakup and this Blue Lake Kev interview, I don't think that I did an interview during that whole time period. I basically decided I'm going to take my thoughts and I'm going to conserve it to August just November. no jumper. Uh, not No, I'm, I'm, before that. This is from uh, March to late July. So you didn't do nothing? You didn't say nothing? I can't say that I didn't say anything, but I was definitely in de-escalation mode trying to have everybody get along. Wasn't really going that well because they were clickbaiting the fuck out of everything with me, et cetera. So then I do this bootleg Kevin interview, and he asked me basically the thing that ended up heating everything up. He goes, don't you think the AD's making more money now? I said no. I said a few other things that he probably didn't appreciate, but there, there was this whole little storm around that time period where you had Snoopy talking about him, you had G-Face, who actually said some stuff on the podcast about AD, and then you had me going on Boo Like Kev. This somehow quickly spirals into me uh, basically debuting the Big 22 personality, which has kind of been retired. We replaced it with a 22-ster. But <laughs> this was... Basically, that's where things kind of changed. I'm pointing out like late July, August, that sort of shit, where I basically decided if these guys are going to keep talking about me and making me a, a central focus in their content, then I was going to go on the offense and I was going to start making videos on my iPhone while I was in the gym in my garage talking shit and basically just throwing mud back at them, basically saying, if you guys are going to f- diss me, yes, I get it. You guys are super street. I'm not but I'm not going to just roll over and take this. I basically just like decided I was going to start arguing back and forth with them. You, so that that was a kind of like a very distinctive start of a new era, which I've designated at the bottom. Uh-huh. Me popping with them not <clears throat> responding because you could tell that around that time. And this is when I initially made certain accusations about bankruptcy and other things that were quite controversial, I'm sure. Probably not terribly well received. But this is when I kind of got the reaction from them that they were like, all right, this, we're not going to talk about him anymore. We're going to just focus on building our own company. We're going to do our own thing. This actually lasted a significant period of time because, as you can see, late November, mid-November, whatever that was, tensions flare after Ack provokes T-Rail. So this is basically where everything kind of took a different Ack turn. Ack provokes T-Rail. Well, so they Ooh. had Ack on an episode of Fig Community World that they filmed while they were in New York, and... They're still doing the thing of like not responding to me or whatever, but obviously that's not good enough for Ack. Ack's got to f- provoke the situation, which I don't hold against him because he's a he's a journalist and that's kind of his job. But that's where you get T. Rail basically going on this long ass rant about me to Ack, and then you have me responding while I'm at Disneyland yelling into my phone. This increases tensions significantly, and we enter into a new phase that we've been kind of doing since then, in which they've been talking about me. I've been talking back. Got you. Some fairly epic rants on both gotcha. sides, to be gotcha. totally fair. Um, and then I think that this all kind of culminates so, with the Desto Dove <clears throat> uh, Sexy Red concert footage that came out the other day. Now, Awful lot of running. If I could go back in time, I think that the moment that I kind of misplayed my hand in which I could have been a more mature person, broadcaster, former friend to them, etc., is that once I got them to stop talking about me, I should have said, okay, you got what you wanted. 
just chill. You have no reason to keep provoking them and keep talking. That's not what I did. I kept just throwing on it. I can't even remember all the different instances in which I spoke about them in negative ways, kind of rubbing it in, et cetera. And I was going at it from the perspective of, okay, I feel like I can protect myself. I feel like I'm not terribly worried about what they're going to do to me because I'm moving around in a certain way where I'm not really worried about that. Then we come to this Desto Dub situation. And to be honest, this was just like a really eye-opening thing for me in which I realized that, yeah, maybe I can take care of myself and move around in a certain way that prohibits me from, you know, running into serious situations. But I also see the way that this is unfolding and Dub even being in that situation is something that I just really don't want to be responsible for. It's not that I'm, you know, and on top of that, it's just the conversations that I've been hearing behind the scenes about how this could escalate both from them on stream, because obviously I'm not privy to their private conversations, but then hearing the private conversations going on <clears throat> amongst people on the No Jumper staff and everything, and it just doesn't really sit right with me. I feel like oh, it's sure. on me at this point that I have to I have to go out of my way to intentionally try and dis- de-escalate this situation and acknowledge that I was in the wrong. I should have, at the point in the map, I don't know if it's still on the screen, but after this whole bootleg uh-huh. kept thing, whatever, once they stopped talking about me, I should have just been man enough to say, okay, let's just leave it at that. Okay. Now, I'm not under the impression that these guys are just going to like instantaneously forgive me and everything's all good. I know that this is going to be an issue for a significant period of time, but I'm just saying that I've seen where this is going. I don't want to be the one who's responsible for it. I had to, you know, sincerely apologize to Dub and say I'm sorry for even putting you in that situation. Now, granted, he kind of also put himself in that situation. How did he put himself in there was a few comments that have been brought to light that little things that he might have said on the podcast well, or whatever that might not have been uh, the so best Adam, idea for somebody in his position. Adam, but I, I am acknowledging my own responsibility I've on this. I've never seen and, his Adam before. He's nervous as f- You do know I'm, I'm a black not nervous. Man. Listen, you do know that, <clears throat> you know, I've been, like, spending a lot of time with my Hebrew Israelite brothers, Captain Tazaria, you met him? Yeah. And, I, I, you know, I've learned that since the beginning of time, that the white man, the has white been the man, devil. Yeah, the white, okay. no, no, no. The white man has always found a way to see the right and the wrong he was doing while he was doing it. And then when the fire came, they found a way to make their wrong right and act like it wasn't them. At the end of the day, Adam, me and you both know you were saying a lot of shit while they kept saying on their side. Leave it alone. Were they saying that? I don't really think that's Definitely the case. Definitely was saying that. Specifically, AD. AD has been quite mature about this towards the latter half of this graph. That's because in of the respect yeah. he had for you. Mm. But you got to understand what happens. The more he's telling them leave it alone, based upon the respect that he generally has for you, and you keep doing, 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 his people start to look at him a certain way. So I don't know if you really seen what happened the other day. Mm-hmm. AD seen Desto. I know they had a brief, respect, brief encounter. I don't even no, know. No, it if, wasn't an encounter. I, well, they said no, hi, yeah. It was but high. then I don't know if he even knew that Pun was going to approach him like that. At this point in time, they have honored AD numerous times on letting it go. So once AD did his thing and walked away, then came how they really feeling because y'all been talking crazy. And I told your man Desto like, yo. 
if you're not making it a point to let them know, like other cast members you have in this building, mm-hmm. have got on the phone with AD and them and told them, hey, bro, we ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Mm-hmm. That's on them. If you're not going out your way to let them know that you're not a part of what Adam's doing and saying, then they're going to take it like, you know, you part of that. You know a gang represents um, a group of people that represent the same cause. That's you a told gang. me today that No Jumper is basically a gang in your eyes. No, no. Everything, I don't give a damn what it is. If you have a, 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 a title, now your cause could be positive or negative. I don't see this being No Jumper is not negative. But in that situation, when you say stuff like, yeah, me and Death are going to be there. We both got our security. Right. They're going to hear, oh, so it's on with us with Adam and Desto. If there's anything I'm regretful about in the way I handled all this is that I even put somebody like Dub's name in all that. Because at but least you just said he put himself in it. A little tiny bit, but I really put him in it. What I did said, he say? I don't, I'm not going to speak for him or speak on exactly what he said, but I'm going to take responsibility for it because realistically, if it wasn't for me popping shit over the course of the last week or two, he probably wouldn't have got approached like that outside the Sexy Red well, concert. That's, that's so scary. He told me he was concerned that his jury was on. Right. I said, yo, you got insurance on it. And he said it was four of them. I said, well, what that mean? You just, you know, do what you got to do. And he said, I am a businessman. And I have nothing to do with anything. It's what he told me. Well, this is true, though. He's a businessman, and he doesn't move around talking about people and doing all this other Because me and him had some business. And for some reason, he went silent on me on the business, which I think somebody put him in something that he has nothing to do with. Right. It's real. But, that's but him being a business owner in Los Angeles, being associated with all these street artists and stuff, obviously he's got to fucking, he can't just do everything. He got to be neutral. Yeah. YG, he don't talk and deal with YG because of, uh, right. you know, the other individual. Right. So, but at the end of the day, well, why would he involve himself in that? Because the other individual used to diss this shit out of YG. Now. I'm really not trying to make this a whole conversation about Desto Dub and yes, whether he's are, a good guy or not. He's the one called you crying. No, crying. if he wouldn't have called you nervous and. Shit, you wouldn't give a damn because you really don't care. I don't think he's called me at all Adam, throughout keep this. keep it real. You really, you. What? Don't give a I absolutely do. As a win. About what happens to my friends and associates and people that I've been close to for That's a long time saying. because of my uh, silly You're behavior. You're only addressing it because of them. You're not addressing them because of you. Seeing what happened in that situation and also hearing the ensuing conversations about what could possibly happen as a result of this is why I am going to Why did go, you fire OG listen, suicide? Listen, listen, listen. I'm going way out of my way to take the L to just acknowledge It's going to take more than that. Okay, you're right. But I've made some bad decisions and all this, and I'm just saying I'm opting out. I'm de-escalating. No, no. They don't have to escape, escape or uh, accept that. I'm just saying that from my perspective, I'm not going to feed into it anymore. I'm going to leave it alone. Obviously, they're still hey, going to be on a, a hunt for my hey, head yo. and everything. But <laughs> I'm acknowledging that I've made a lot of mistakes in this whole yo. thing. And I, I, the reason why I brought up this map, and by the way, you're being an which I expected. No, not, no, but the not. reason why I brought up this timeline is just because I wanted to acknowledge that this has been quite complicated. There was this time period in which I was basically getting bullied. Then they have this other time period where I'm you doing the bullying. Bullied. Stop well, that sh- Okay, they were making thumbnails about me every week. And that basically culminated in me 
taking a turn, doing yeah. the Big 22 persona. I took it too uh, far. I just want to acknowledge that, and I want to acknowledge that. Good. I'm going to tell you what you got to do. playing into this anymore. I'm going to tell you what you got to do. And the reason why I started laughing, because I had this crazy thought. You remember New Jack City? Yeah. You remember uh, Pookie? Yeah, you compared her to uh, no, 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 Tasha K to him no, the other no, day. No, yeah. no, When he started getting high and, and they caught the camera on him and he looked at the thing and said, help! I just kind of pictured Desto doing that with you. Oh, like, my God. I just saw that shit. See, this is help! why I, this is why I now, didn't want to have this conversation with you, but at let, the same time, I kind of knew it, it was... Because you're one of the most street savvy people I know, but you're also one of the biggest dickheads I've ever met in my life. And I'm trying to have a serious conversation, and you're turning (laughs) into a big joke slash slamming my friend who I'm trying to have a moment of empathy for. Do you really want to fix this? All ego to the side. For real, I can help you. First things first. Okay. the, the, The ultimate disrespect has to be met with apology. You have to apologize to Heather. First things first. I'm just being real, bro. All trolling out the way. Mm. You have to apologize. If you want it to start, if you want those guys to see this and say, you know what? Maybe he gets it. Cool. I don't think I can apologize to Heather honestly because. Then it's not going to go nowhere. That's okay. But you look at the first half of this. You see what I'm saying? Listen. This is my my opinion on it. Is Throughout the first half of this, Heather was one of the key people who was really on me after me having never done anything to her and it really bothered me that she went so out of her but way to slam to me for no teeth. reason and then when i what did she say a, a whole host of things but like she was just going in on me and smack was in on it t-row was in it ad mostly kept it chill but i'm not really sitting here trying to do the apology conversation let me tell you what got my even attention. in recent memory i had people on this side threatening my kid and so this is not like a wholehearted apology. This is me acknowledging that I'm attempting to de-escalate the gotcha. situation. There's still stuff that I'm very uh, not, I don't feel great about in terms of why I would not want to be friends or cool with certain people involved in this and everything. But I am just, you know, acknowledging that you can you can completely hold it against me. You can Ooh. plot on me, do whatever the f*** you want to do with me, but leave the Desto dubs out okay. of it. That's, that's my perspective. Pawn says... I head up with you and him, 60 seconds, and they leave him alone. With pun. And that was because pun usually don't get that mad. You did something. You saw everything I did Listen, pretty much. I cussed pun out for, for what? no reason. When? When we was doing, I know pun a long time. We used to manage like 15 producers. It was like uh, the, the lead, the lead, lead, legion, what was it? Yeah, yeah. League of Legends? Yeah, he had a bunch of producers. Legion Stars, oh. right? It's back when Legion Legends of video problem game. was popping. And I didn't cuss nephew out 15 times for nothing. Just trying to get my way. And he was always humble. So for him to start tripping, I've never heard him cuss that much. <laughs> no, he was really ticked off. So I don't know. What did you do to him? Him in particular? I mean, I called him a few names. Nothing too serious. What did you call him? He's, He's like fat jokes, basically. Okay. Yeah. So you don't want to, you figure Heather trolled you, so you had the right to troll her back. And I wouldn't say she really real, like trolled me. She was just blatantly talking about me for a long period of time. And I'm not saying that I'm holding a grudge about that. I'm saying that I'm letting all that go. They don't have to do the same. I'm just saying the whole persona I was taking on before or whatever, I'm going to go way out of my way. A lot of people saw me saying, like, I'm not involved in this at this point. That was just my initial reaction because I had just had a conversation off camera about 
you know, people and organizations that might potentially have issues with each other. And it's just at that point, it's just becoming extremely clear. Did to you me. have a conversation with your other team? Because your other guy's egging. Who? Uh, the little guy with the gap in his mouth. I actually haven't really talked to him about it. I was with him earlier did you today. See that? I was actually just going to send him this link as but soon as you, we do it so he knows that? where I'm at. Did you see what he said? I seen a little bit that he said, and I seen some stuff that from the other side they were saying to him, and I'm saying they responded. I'm gonna go way out of my way to yeah. to calm that shit down in terms of telling him to turn it down if possible. Obviously, yeah. I don't know what other people are thinking on the other side, but my request of Big Baby and shit is just like let's just let's just take the L on this. Let's just keep it moving. And I don't know how how easy it's gonna be to fucking convince certain people that. We should just leave the shit. But the truth is, is that this is a big organization. And yeah, maybe I can move through Los Angeles uh, without having to think, necessarily end up in hot water. But I don't want to force people, especially somebody like Dub, who the whole entire time that I've known him, I've never seen Dub in any kind of beef, any kind of like whatever. Like I'm sure. Yo, what? yo listen. You're going to trash him again? No, I ain't. I just called him. I said he, he, he was doing an awful lot of running. All right. Okay. That's funny. He was. It's just real shit. He told me he wasn't running. He said he was just backpedaling. That's what I got. Walking backwards. But. He would say he's backpedaling. But um, in the day, he has to learn how to remove himself from things that he don't want to have no part of. Right. Well, I'm, a big part of it was me kind of putting him in there too much. He, you can't force him to do something that he's supposed to tell you. Yeah, he? but if I'm sitting on a podcast and I mention him when I'm going on a fucking rant, that's going to make other people put him in the fucking conversation. He's supposed to say, not my shit. You know, you always try to put me in your little sexcapades, right? That's a totally different thing. No, and I say, I have nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, it's a whole lot of shit that goes. I just don't have nothing to do with it. Uh -huh. You know, you do your own shit. You know, you, you're you all over the place these days. You know, you got the show going on um, with the five gentlemen. You know, you're doing shit, man. You know, you fucking midgets. You know, yeah, I did fuck a girl. I know four, you did. Seven. I know, no, four, four seven. five. No, no, no. She's four five. Four seven. Four five. She's a small. She's four five. Asian I knew woman. she was coming. CJ, Miles. somebody called me and was like, "Yo," I'm like, "What? He's gonna fuck a midget?" I wish she was a midget. She was four seven. No, she was four but five. I, she might literally be a legal four midget. five. She had two inch heels on. I don't think you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. I don't no, she's four. Definitely she do. told me four seven. If she was four five, I would fuck know. Midget. What? Yesterday or so? It was yesterday, but yeah, I know. I not, think I know. It's not a like. Well, I, I think when you say midget, you're picturing like the sort of squatty, like weird, stumpy body Wait, thing. First of all, she has stop a sexy talking about, body. Stop talking about the little people. Nobody said the little people's body's not sexy, <laughs> but a midget is a midget. You guys really choose to hang out with him. Huh? <laughs> I, nobody says it because <laughs> this is a podcast. You guys hang out because with them as for men, free. As I men, just want to acknowledge that. I think every man <laughs> has this little fantasy. About hitting the midget. Yeah, I have that. This is a fact. Yeah, yeah. This, this is a fact. Because I feel like I would bottom out easily. This is a fact. Yeah, right. On the fangus. Especially ones with longer arms. I don't know why. It's just longer arms. Yeah, because you got something that's kind of like up here with it. Mm. You got something that arms a little bit down here. So it's like you know, if the arms are long, I think kind of just like balances out. It's a midget, but it's her arms are regular. So you, you've experienced a midget or no? No. This you just is a, thought about it a bit? What? You ever seen a flat-ass midget? Every midget has ass. Yeah. And then it's the thought of being able to get fellatio while, you know, she stands up. 
You know, this is just. Yeah, I just I don't even know where to go from here. I, thought saying, I, I had like a whole thing I was going to talk about in my say. mind. This is what I'm going to say. The, 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 look, Adam, <laughs> listen, I think you guys did enough to feed off each other because it, it was needed. Right. Um, I don't think from the beginning they were talking shit. I think the you, breakup you weren't happened. weren't really paying too much attention. No, look, no, no. The breakup happened and people wanted to know why. Hmm. You had one side mad making accusations that he did this, he did that, even down to the, and I was on your side with this, um, the, uh, the ex-white uh, supremacist okay. guy, right? Because yeah. I was on your side with I'm like, yo, bro, content is content. That's a whole nother um, crowd to tap into. All that shit is water under the no, no, Because no. I didn't appreciate a lot of the narratives that they painted on the way out, such as the, like you interviewed a KKK member or whatever, which is just total bullshit. But you did. Not a KKK member, didn't interview him. Who interviewed him? He did a debate with Destiny. I don't know how many times I could possibly explain this on this podcast. So you wasn't in there? No, I was. I sat in the middle of him. Okay, and well, then if you were in there, you're the boss. Ex racist. No, you know, ex racist. So you're just Fuck racist forever? Yeah, that's you, it. That's not true. Listen, there's no ex Crips, ex Bloods. You're an ex gangbanger. Ex gangbanger. Yes. Right? But I'm still from Paul Rue. That don't. Change and he's still from you white take people a world, Muslim but or I'm just Christian. saying he's not running around Look, saying racist shit anymore. So he's Muslim used to be racist. Christian, that's an ex, and piss him off, and watch it don't come out his mouth. You, you, it's some things that's still in you. He's never going to see me the way I see me. But what if he does? What if he, he did? did? I'm not, not saying right. that he did. I don't, I don't think so. But you because, don't think it's possible? Nah. I, see, that's ridiculous. Do I think it's possible that he can um, stop, like, like the violent or violent acts or the attacks of my people? Yes. Right. And that's kind of what I got from the podcast. Yes. It's like, oh, this guy's kind of turned but against the whole racism But he's still going to have thing. his ideology of how he sees it. But you, so you would consider him a racist for the rest of his life because he used to be racist and you assume it still lurks within his brain. De- definitely. Okay. And he's capable because that's a... That's a pocket he was once comfortable in. That was his thing. Mm. Uh, it's a movie. Um, is American History X or something like that? You ever seen that movie? I seen that when I was like twelve. That was a great movie because yeah. that's that's kind of what you're saying. Mm. You know what I mean? So yeah, I do agree that or believe that people could change their ways. But when it comes to his certain beliefs, um, he's still gonna believe that his people are superior. Edward Norton basically like ruined his relationship, I believe, because he got so into his character as a Nazi that he it like seeped into his real life and his girl started, his girl ended up leaving him because he was like too into the fucking character. He started it. He, he like he he probably started fucking reading up on it and, and becoming that Oh you think he actually got convinced. Yeah. Uh, that that happened to somebody else. Um um Boys in the Hood. The character in in the Nissan that did the shooting with the gauge. Uh-huh. Dude really started trying to gangbang after the fact. Right. Oh, I seen that YouTube video. Yeah. 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 He ended up going to prison. Right. Getting killed. So like. That's sad. That shit could consume some people. You know what I mean? Um, Chris Brown. Mm. Chris Brown says, "I'm not Jewish. I'm not Muslim. I'm a power. I'm man. a power That was epic. Thanks, Chris. You better get us all <laughs> indicted. Goddamn federal government go say. Who the fuck are these Paul Rue characters? <laughs> it's a religion. But one thing I can say, yeah. and, I, and I wouldn't say this prior to, because mm. I think it's been close to 10 years he's been doing this. A rooster. I really 
at this point in time, I, and I know it probably don't mean nothing to him, but I, I do now acknowledge him as a power rule. At one point in time, I thought he was going through something. The homies was around him. But and he, I'm looking at him, his mental state, how he moved. I definitely acknowledge Chris Brown as a power rule now. So Richard Spencer can't be unracist, anti-racist as he gets older, but Chris Brown, you could go from thinking he's a fake game member to accepting his gang membership. People change. Richard That's the point Spencer, I'm trying to make for you here. I think can stop the violent part and like fucking trying to provoke people to do things or whatever. But I think his ideology of my people, of black people, will always be what it is. Okay. And that's why I wanted to debate because I wanted to see. I actually don't doubt that. I don't think he's like in love with the black race. I think he just kind of realized it's not politically useful for him to be saying all the racist shit. Which, like, not saying it doesn't really mean that you don't say mean him it, and right? Nick Cannon got a whole I told you that. segment together and it never came out. Yeah, and he traveled to Montana or Nick, Virginia or some it. shit need, to film Nick, it. We need that. We need that to come out. What else do you think that I need to say in order to make it clear? I'm going to be real with I'm, you. I think the key point is Heather. I'm just being, if mm -hmm. you really want to dead in this shit and just put the ego to the side, no bullshit. Because all them are looking at Heather as is, that's their sister or whatever, and that's homie wife and I think that right there is the key thing the rest of the shit they can handle okay I'm gonna I, be real I, with I can apologize for parts like I still have issues with shit that she said and I'll be mainly the fact that last time she was on Back on Fig she well, you recited her a prostitute. Like, she, okay she recited like seven different lies about me that were like blatantly like what? demonstrably untrue give me uh, some telling uh, she said that my girl paid for the wedding she said my girl paid for the house she said that my girl cried to her talking about like me sitting on the couch during a house party or some shit there was a bunch How of stuff how do you know that's not true because I talked to my girl about it she's and I trust not gonna her. tell you the fucking truth she was so telling Man, me. all women do shit behind our back with females that the pillow talk that they're not going to tell us. Yours, mine, all of them. I know my wife, and if she had actually cried over my sitting on the couch during a first birthday party, my girl would love to tell me about how much I upset her because me being a lazy fuck at times has definitely upset her. The idea that she cried to Heather is bullshit. Anyway. Mm -hmm. You don't think Heather had that, a conversation with her? How did she even no, know about you? She was at you? the party. She definitely had a conversation. But all I'm saying is I can definitely acknowledge that me insinuating that she participated in any kind of sex work, I have no fucking clue. Obviously, I've seen screenshots of sugar baby ads from like 10 plus years ago. Do I know that those are actually real or that she even actually acted upon them? No, I don't. So I can apologize for saying that. I would definitely apologize for that. Gotcha. And I have to segment up my apologies because this is still so fresh and raw. T-Rail, I think that the comment towards the child mm. was a little bit too far. I get it. I understand it because I understand your psyche. Um, but, you know, if he's issuing that apology, I think we could, you know, stay away from those type of But he's, he's going to stand on the technicality and say, I said I was going to kick her in the ass when she got older. I don't no, really I don't know. Think it doesn't seem like that makes it that much better. I don't but. think he's going to bring it up. I, don't, I think when once he hears you actually issue an apology, I think he's going to stay away from that. I think mm. now this thing could go down the right track. Right. And that's Honestly. all I'm concerned about because I'm going to be real with you. Last night, are you familiar with uh, the Young Dolph murder? 
Well, obviously, obviously, you know it happened and stuff. But I was watching this documentary because I interviewed one of his artists, Jay Fizzle, earlier. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like the, the, the reason why Dolph got killed is basically that there was like another gang or another hood in Memphis. He signed an artist. That artist had like real deal crazy beef with this gang that he was that Dolph was previously cool with, but then all of a sudden he's supporting this artist that that gang saw as like a hundred percent op, and so that was basically the situation that led to him getting gunned down. Now, obviously, you look at that situation and it's like, oh, that's a million times more serious when you have like a fucking planned, coordinated hit outside of a cookie shop or whatever. But when I'm having conversations with people behind the scenes about this, it is plausible to me that I could see all this kind of getting to the point where. There wouldn't be any going back. Let me ask and so you a question. I'm, I'm just laying my shit down to just say, all right, y'all got it. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Because I don't want you to water this down. You do know you're dealing with a tribe that's Compton Crips. I didn't know that, but okay, yeah, sure. Right? I don't know where I'm yeah, from. Yeah, you don't, you don't, that ain't nothing you water down, play with. Okay. This is real shit. You know what I'm saying? Um... I understand Young Dolph them got their thing going, but I guarantee you whatever gang that was does not have the history or of the Compton Crips, the Grandies, the CC Riders. So, no, it's that serious. I got nothing against any fucking set from L.A., whatever. It's not my business. No, I'm not no, trying no. to comment on the toughness or the respectability of anybody doing anything. I'm just saying... You know, and because, you know, keep in mind, throughout all this, for the most part, up until very recently, re very recently is when I think I crossed the line by saying shit about, like, I never really made it about me being tough. I just made it more like, come and get me. In one of my recent rants, I upped I the ante a little bit to make it a little bit too much of like, all right, come do something to me, whatever. But I thought you, you was trolling. You was know how I am. I'm not taking pride in being tough or whatever. That's no, not. No, but when you troll, I thought you was trolling. You were serious, like, pull up? No, I mean, I guess, yeah, if you really want to think about it, I guess you could call that trolling because it's not like I was being super fucking yeah, serious about it, right? But all I'm saying is that the shit that I was saying early on was all, like, opinion, fact-based, words, yeah, yeah. and then, obviously, me seeing where it could go with the dub thing now, caused me to kind of think about it a little bit different. Money? I'm not talking about that now. That was something I said like six months ago on the Bullet Kev thing. I no, was that, was you trolling or was you really serious? I didn't say they weren't making any money. I said that they... In my opinion, we're yeah. probably making less money now. I think that gotcha. they kind of even acknowledge that because obviously, if you're in the year one of a business, okay, you're probably not going to make as much starting your own business as you would just having yeah. a role at an existing business. But I'm not trying to aggravate gotcha. that. Gotcha. You really trying to put this fire out? Yeah, and I mean, I know that it's not going to be out for a significant period of time until something takes place or whatever, and that's fine by me. I just. If I could ask for anything, I would just say, my friends, my homies, the people that I'm around here, No Jumper staff, leave them out of it. I'm so the one who was this. talking shit. I'm the one who deserves any repercussions that I ever end up getting. Uh -huh. I'm just saying, I don't want to see. So know this. Yeah. And remember this mm. when you want to start talking shit. Mm. The fact that you just showed your weakness. What's my weakness? Is your Dub. friends and your staff. My buddy and Woody. your people. Dubby. The fact that you just showed your weakness, mm. every time your ass get out of line, they're going to hit you right in your weakness. So you got to think about what you do before you do it. Hmm. Well, just in general, I think I'm going to probably take a lot of the trolling stuff that I've been doing, a lot of the arguing online. It's just, 
this has caused me to do a little bit of reflecting and just be like, well, why, not, why, why do I need to keep aggravating this shit? You well, know? for a um, while, I felt like I really kind of needed to do it because of the fact that I was, you know, working with the the hand that I've been given, and people wanted to see me actually stand up for myself. Now, I feel like I, at a certain point, definitely took it too far. That that j late July August period, that's when I really wish I had shut up because I finally kind of got what I wanted no, I in terms of them last... not talking about us anymore. But then I just kind of kept throwing it shit on the fire, and that that's what I regret. That, last... That's what I really apologize for. Once they stopped talking about me, I yeah. should have just said, "All right." Do cool. you know people start calling you Adam One Hundred? This last rant. I never heard that, but the, I swear to God, nice they were like, "Yo." Adam 100. I said, who the fuck is that? I'm they from 100 ENT. They said, you didn't hear this rant, right? And I was scared to listen to it. I right. still haven't heard it. You're that spooked out about it? Yeah, because I didn't want to hear you say nothing too crazy. Mm. Everybody was saying he went on one. Mm. They said it was 28 minutes. That is, yeah. Continuous. <laughs> no breaks. I, Unless there's ads. Yeah, so I think that what did it, brother. I don't know what you said. That what definitely you did. Yeah, I, I think you subtract that rant from the equation, and then you don't have Deso Dub getting ran up on a sexy rate. That's what did it. Yeah. Did and you so mention? I, I can admit that. I really did you mention up. Heather in that rant? Oh yeah, yeah. See, I didn't hear it. See what I'm saying? All this is in one. Mm. Right. So, uh, and I'm gonna be real. I'll start getting text messages. Yeah. Yeah. And when you start getting text messages from people and you know the people directly involved isn't talking to them, that's when it's starting to get serious. Mm. So once again, my intention is to de-escalate the situation. I'm not under the impression that things will just magically be de-escalated by me saying it. I'm just saying... I'm turning over a new leaf. I know that the general commentary on this is going to be, Adam, you're acting like a bitch. You said all this other shit on the news yeah, the other white day. Guy, you, you can do it. No. You can get away you, with you, it. You deliver this 28-minute rant. We want more of that version of you. Obviously, the fan base is going to be entertained when you're crashing out. But you're a white guy. You can get away with it. Starting fires, putting them out. Starting fires, putting them out. You can get away with it. This is this is real. We might have a little bit more freedom in that regard, yeah. Yeah, you, you can get away. I can't get away with it. You can get away with it. Right. I go to saying, you know what? I thought I was wrong. Oh, whack, you was a bitch. You a coward. You scared. Mm. All this kind of stuff. And sometimes um, I need to issue apologies. You know, when I didn't did something I thought about and just wasn't right. I can think of a lot of people you should apologize to. Name one. We'll get into that another Name, time. See, now you're being scary. No, I'm not trying to divert the conversation into a very specific Name one. niche. Give me one. No. I hate every time people say some <laughs> shit and I say, well, give me an example. You can't give me one. I got 10 examples. Well, I'm going to save it for a separate episode because I know it's going to fill a fucking two-hour block with ease. Okay, give me just one. And I mm -hmm. promise you I'm going to acknowledge it or not, we're going to move on. Every single beef that comes to mind is something I've already brought up to you on here and I've already heard what your mean? rebuttal and I'm not really trying to just redo it. Just give me one. Nah. I'm going to be truthful if I felt like I was all the way wrong I tell you, but I feel like, well, just give me one. Yeah, even your homies got one. The oh. Roosters got them. They got examples on deck. Give me one. Give no, because I'm not trying to, ma I'm trying to keep talking about this we shit so I can get a little bit more We could have already been done with it and gone. I'm telling you, I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm just going to, I'm going to keep it ordered because I know it. I'm on some bullshit. Listen, like, 
if I mention a name, I already know we're going to spend the next half we're hour not. having a fucking conversation that we've already had. No, we're not because I want to say that for a segment where the 10 people you feel and then we're not. I just want to hear the one. Once we wrap this, then I'll give you a name of some <laughs> see, people that see, I feel you like see, you, you see should. You see what have. I mean? Goddamn culture vultures. Use you up for what they want to use you for, but they just want it that way. See, this could have very easily been an awkward slash kind of embarrassing uh, video clip. Yeah, and instead, we have you taunting me throughout the entire thing. I don't You know what this reminds me of? This reminds what? me of when uh, Lennis shot the scene with the other guy, and I chose to talk about it with Crip Mac. Yeah, I ain't fucking with that. I'm trying to issue a formal fucking uh, apology I know slash somebody you should apologize acknowledgement. To. Who's that? Zoe Osama. No, you yeah, should have. No. You should apologize to him. And guess what? It doesn't matter because today, guess who I got a call from? Kodak Black. Know what he was watching? Our interview with Zoe Osama. Really? Know what Kodak said? Whack. Set that up. He said whack. I, 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 you know, tell me about him. So from this little time he was here, which all I wanted to do was help him, it got somewhere. So we'll see where it goes. Wait, so. Kodak wants to work with Zosama. Well, I swear he called me today. So Kodak watched that interview, saw he, he how was, opposed to the conversations about dick implants Zosama was, and he said, that's the guy I want to work with. Honestly, if that's how it turned out, that's that's amazing. Bro, that's good look, you think I'm playing. That's the Kodak. You see where I sent him? He FaceTimed me. You he see? just sent, oh, you sent him a picture of his Spotify. Okay. You think I'm just going to send it to him to send it to him? Previous to that, your message said, this N-word Ray J want to fight, exclamation point, exclamation point, and you used the big red exclamation point. That's when Ray J wanted to fight. Okay. But we got past that. Wait, he didn't respond to that? No, he didn't. He FaceTimes me. So you just live your life with this big fucking weird-ass sheet over your phone? Yeah, man. Give me my fucking phone. Neff, you all right? Checking in. (laughs) Why did you just get an email pop-up from True Religion? <laughs> Last uh, chance, 70% off. I don't know. I didn't even know they were still out. <laughs> the last thing I did with True Religion was like three years ago. I looked in the closet. Remember, I, we used to all buy trues, right? I looked in the closet and I had so many trues I hadn't wore, but that's when the legs were different. So I took them down to the to the cleaners and had them fucking cut the legs. Really? I said, I'm not getting, I paid too much money. We was three, four hundred a pair. Wow. No, to us, we don't care. But no, they're not. Let's put the put it in perspective. When Drill they're Rap not. came out, when Chief Keef came out, yeah. true religions were already uh, dead, and Chief Keef and all of them were like basically just shopping at the mall enough that they didn't give a fuck and they were rocking true religions, brought it back from the dead. Yeah. And I've seen it kind of happen over and over. I don't give a fuck. I had like 30 pairs that with tags on it. Whenever you think true religions are done, they come away. back. But the legs was tripping. That, yeah, because that's when we was like putting them behind the tongue. Can I be real with you? Nobody yeah. wants to see you wear true religions. What Get some about? fucking Levi's, some Wranglers, something nah, with a straight we, we cut. Just trues. nothing, nothing yeah, fancy. Was, you know the first motherfucker I seen in Trues and it tripped me out because they wasn't that big was Suge. I was like, what the fuck you find Trues that big? But he was sagging so far down, he couldn't fit him anyway. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. sound good. That sounds kind of disturbing. No, that you know that anybody know Suge? No, he gonna put a button down, some trues and some case switches, and some case switches. Mm. You know what? That's that's one guy that I I feel like I might owe a slight apology to. Suge. Jesus Christ, you picked the scariest, most incarcerated person you you could possibly think of? I'm going to be real. Not that I owe him an apology because I'm wrong with responding. Mm. But 
politically for what I represent, what I stand for, and what my movement and my cause is up against. I'm wrong for publicly speaking against Paru. Mm. And not to say he's the face of Paru, but he is a strong representation of Paru for the, the things he has achieved, right? So I shouldn't contribute to tearing down what that stood for mm. on some real shit. So I think I've been a little too over vocal about it, and I'm going to chill out and relax. Even if he does some bullshit, I'm going to ignore it. And hopefully when he hears this, because he knows me. Like, one thing about me and Suge, we know each other. You know what I mean? You didn't got to know each other. Like, I feel I know Adam, and I think you know me, right? Mm. So we know each other. We didn't spend hours driving places day in, day out, moving around, conducting business. And he knows when I get into this frame of mind, like, kind of where I'm at. So, like, that's probably one person that I can say I probably— I went too far with it, and that was because of the cause in which we stand for and represent. Regardless of what he say, I'm supposed to put P-Funk first and, and acknowledge the fact that, that taking away from him is taking away from that because ultimately that's what he represents. Okay. Well, I'm sure Suge will appreciate that. Somebody will probably yeah. relay the message. To yeah, him. that's real shit. You know, he's been doing a um, collect calls. Check it out. I haven't actually heard his podcast yeah, yet, no, but yeah. I see like little it's things It's funny to it. me because I know him, so I kind of know when he's like on his truthful shit, mm. and I kind of know when he's on some fuck it, I'm just going to say it because I can shit. Okay. And, uh, you know, he's really calling from prison, and, and he's answering questions and talking about a lot of things from the past. Um, but, you know, I hope it's working for him, you know, because one, one thing about it is they paying him to do it. He's earning a living. Who's paying him? Uh, Dave Mays from the source. Oh, really? Oh, That's his I thing. I didn't realize that was, he was on that network. Yeah. That's his. Because Funny Marco was on that, and uh, Don't Call Me White Girls on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breakbeat. Um, and uh, me, and your, me and your white counterpart. Oh, back I, good. this was going to be the next topic that I brought up. Yeah. Yeah, we're so back. So after good. like 10 years of hating each other, you and Vlad are back on good terms. Yeah, I got an interview with him tomorrow. Oh, you do? Because, okay, I saw the game interview. Yeah, and I, I, wasn't I set sure. that up. He called me. He said, Whack, I keep hearing you saying. You will never allow your personal shit to interfere with your artist's business. Absolutely. Like, I want to interview game. I he called you after not talking to you for many years and said that. I set it up. I guess he saw it somewhere. Oh, okay. And then He saw it. He reached out. But was he saying, I want to make shit cool so I can do a game interview? Or was no. he just saying he wanted to make shit cool in he general? He said, I seen you say you would never allow your personal issues to, inter 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 uh, to interfere with your artist's shit. I want to interview game. Mm. So... For me to like say, nah, well, fuck you, because Game's my artist. I ain't gonna. Be, I'm like, I'm not let it happen. Like, I'm like no problem. And he, it had up. it been communicated to Vlad previously that the reason why Game had never done an interview with him was because of you? Had nothing to do with me. Oh. Vlad didn't want to reach out because of that. Mm. But when he reached out, it was like real easy. I called, made it happen, scheduled the date. The first date we missed, I went out on my way to make sure Game made the next date. You know what's cool. interesting, though? And I've showed up with him. I think this podcast and the fact that we have a relationship is what made Vlad think that he could be cool with you because I had heard him say multiple times over the years, like, certain people are just so obviously fucked up that you just don't. There's no reason to even pursue being cool with them about you. And then he actually said to me at one point, like, I see you and Wack have, like, a cool relationship. Like, I think that's dope that, you know, you've been able to sort of build this and stuff. So I think that kind of got it into his head of, like, yeah, but well, see, maybe I don't have a reason to just not get along with this guy see, for life. Vlad is like you. 
the or white guy that yeah, does okay. some shit and try to make the, the wrong he did right. Mm. He finally admitted, you right, Wack. I definitely did that. I was out of line. What did he do? Oh, the Kim K yeah. booty picture, right? Yeah. Yo, bro, I spent real money. That was like the shock value back then. Right, like, yeah. I had a Kim K lookalike and a Ray J video called I Hit It First, and this motherfucker leaked the goddamn the shit. He leaked it on us the same night. Mm. We shot it Tuesday. He leaked it at midnight. I woke up. I'm like, what the? So our whole rollout, marketing rollout was just shot. So we were just stuck with this happening and just let it go. But I mean, like, why Vlad and uh, Joe Budden don't have a relationship is because of, like, you know, Vlad posting something on his fucking blog like 15 years ago when Joe Budden was beefing with Ransom, who he gets along with now. Joe Budden and him are cool. I say all that to say that, like, a lot of Vlad's issues with people are based on shit that happened a long ass time ago. And I feel like he. But I didn't have an issue. He though. moves differently now. But I'm telling you, I didn't. He got the same security. Vlad? Yeah. The, the brother that was with him back then still with him today. Okay. Right? I didn't have an issue. I did. I called him on it. And back then, we talking like 2010 or 2011 whack. That's a different whack. That's what I'm saying. You know, I, I, I ain't no telling what the hell I did or said. I, you know, that was a different guy. You jumped out the window? I mean, that's just what it was. Like, we had, man, you got to understand, coming from where I come from, the only way of survival was to be an extremist. You couldn't go halfway. You get ate up. Right. You know what I mean? So, but um, it's cool. We talk, I showed up with the game, and it was cool. It was comfortable. And he like, whack, we need to make it happen. And he called me the other day. So I supposed to, I actually thought it was today. I thought I was going to do him at one time and come over here. But it's that's why I was trying to move today to tomorrow. Mm. Right? So that's what it is. So we'll see. It's going to be. I got an orgy tomorrow. It's going to be great. With who? The midget? No. Oh, shit. Taller women. Taller. At least a little bit taller. Well, how many times a week do you do your little, uh, is it plug talk? Probably like two on average, maybe one. I guess that's one on average, but. Just you ever think you get burnt out on it? Not really. Pussy is just, just keeps getting better. Yeah. So when are we gonna see the winner for this next Monday? Next, who's left? Well, if you watch episode three, you'll get to see who got eliminated. Got you. Episode three is the best performing episode out of the first three episodes, at least in part because Crimax in the thumbnail. I really didn't plan on him stealing the show so much, but it turns out that a lot of the porn guys are maybe not the most entertaining people on camera. They just like to fuck. Whereas like literally everything that comes out of Cripmax's mouth is fucking hilarious. And the reality show crew really did a hell of a job of like cutting it and making it even funnier. Okay. So um, I don't want to maybe Crip Mac won. We don't know. Well, if your wife got to fuck Crip Mac, that's nasty work. You and oh my god, that's nasty work. I mean, bro, Adam. At the end of the day, you have to, you have to. Cheat. There has to be a line. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> just can't let that happen. I would keep him there all the way to the end. Anybody who's ever said, "Oh, Adam Twenty Two is just all about the bag. He'll do anything for money." Trick bag. Did I use that appropriately? It's not true. Because if I was all about the money, I would let Crim Mac fuck my girl. And maybe he did because. Episode four, coming next Monday. Man, she would have to be high on shrooms. You got to go get her a four loco. Yeah, that might help. Yeah, because that's a little <laughs> Shrooms <strange>. and four loco <laughs> to fuck that, her back. Yeah, that, yeah that's going to be some serious shit. Yeah, I don't know if I could. 
Yeah, that's not. Like, if this was a fake relationship, then for sure I would be into that idea. The reality is, is that I plan on, you know, being with her for many years. Yo, man, moving more kids. Moving along. I signed my MOU today. Mao? Yeah. What's that? You don't know what MOU is? No. Memorandum of Understanding for Business? And what's that? With the Congo. Oh, with the Congo. Oh, we're talking diaper business. Yeah, I signed it today. Stand on diaper business. This is serious shit. This is like unbelievable for me. Mm. It's kind of like... I was sentenced to 50 years, and I'm five years in, and they're telling me, we're about to release you. Is that really what happened? No, this is, oh. you got to understand, like, brother, like, I got him. You going to come visit me in the Congo if I pay for your flight? Ugh, what the hell is going on out there? I have to build a, a manufacturing a distrib distribution center. So you want me to fly to Africa to hang out while you build a fucking warehouse? No, I'm saying I would love for you to fly out and see. Give me, you know, support. I mean, listen, I would love to be able to say that I went to the Congo. I just feel like I'm going to have to have some shit lined up to make it make sense. Of course. What you else know, are we going to do? Do you know how exclusive that footage is? Whack 100 out of the fucking Congo. <laughs> no, I, I agree. It's funny, yeah. Ain't like we're dealing with all the head guys. We ain't dealing with no, you know, we're dealing with the people that run the country. Right. What do the, the, the natives in the Congo think when they look at you? I don't know. What's the reaction you get from people? Um, you must stand out. You know, my bit, brother right? Frenchie. You know Frenchie? Mike Tyson's manager? Uh, the, the does a lot maybe? of our tours. Mm -hmm. Frenchie's from, from the Congo. Sounds familiar. Um, but I don't know. I mean, shit. I think, you know, um, they're brothers, you know, and I think they're intrigued by the fact that I'm in position to do the business with them. Right. And, uh, you know, my brother Zachariah Ali from Philly, he kind of set up the thing, but I, I'm not going to front. It's like this week's been an amazing week. I got... Floyd's last demands back to close our deal. What's Floyd doing? He's partnering with me on with the diapers. incredible diapers. He's buying on the in. entirety of the business, or yeah, okay. he's buying in with a, with a significant amount of money. Wow, you know what I mean? Um, and then I got Congo sipping the MOU, you know, to close the deal, and they guaranteeing me the deal be closed before Christmas. So it's like that's like coming into the new year. Um, Floating. You know who won't be buying into WAC 100 diapers is my kid. Because the other day on the phone, she told you that she does not like your diapers. Um, no, that's not what she said. What did she say? She said, my dad needs a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I need to use her for a photo shoot to do a, I want to do like a. We don't even post her. Maybe she can wear a shiesty. No, what do you mean? Let's do it. I just want to do a, a you know, maybe an exclusive, an exclusive thing. I'll be figured out. Wait, we're going to do the face Cut face her and let her get reveal. her money too. I haven't shown her face in like six months. Maybe not. Oh, that yeah, long. I'm a beautiful kid. Yeah, but I'm trying to keep her out of my bullshit. It's diapers. That's not your bullshit. Okay, the porn is the bullshit. Di my diapers have nothing to do with porn. <laughs> I mean, yo, yo shout out. Yo, the fuck once, we once we started getting like <laughs> real <laughs> deal hate for the porn shit, mainly her sleeping with other guys, that's when we were like, all right, we're not going to try to be public vloggers and porn stars at the same time. Well, that's what you are. And, and that's what this makes is true, you. But we're, well, all, we're not family vloggers that's anymore. What we makes left you, out you, I think you don't toot your horn enough for who you are and what you do. Yeah, what, what what should I do? What kind of two? Bro, you're running a podcast. Right. 
then you have like a uh, what do you call this shit you do? This section. A porn know? podcast. Then you have a you got a regular podcast, a porn podcast slash media company, and then you have porn film sessions. Okay, right. More porn media company. Yeah, right. Kind of falls under that. Right, and all this shit is independently ran. Right. Right. Um, I don't know if you just like to have full control, but do you understand how much money these people will give you to partner with you right now? Well, that's kind of the idea, right? Make it as big as possible, and then at some point you try to exit. No, not exit. Grow it. Or partner, yeah, sure. Can I Can I shop that? I mean, I guess. I'm open to conversations. Okay, I'm just bring you. Okay, cool, cool. That's where a lot of people don't understand is where I make the bulk of my money from. Is extorting people? No. Oh. Being, you know, putting together the the plays. I've never. Uh, now I'm just doing this for the roosters. I've never. I got to make that. I've never extorted anybody. I was just kidding. Yeah, right now, sure what you have that. done, you have used our people. Okay, now we go. <laughs> you gonna flip it on me? You used AD and all the rest of them to you know get the black vote. Then got I, rid of them. I don't know. Why, why'd you give them. it OG suicide? Uh, we were letting them do content out of the space for a while, and then it kind of had ran its course. So we freed him of. That deal. Huh. Told him he could do his own thing. Got you. No hate. Got you. Well, you know, that was the dumbest move you made. So you think that if OG Suicide was still filming here, I mean, that you're, that you're right happened. that that would have been a bridge. That, he that was your fuse yeah. box. That wouldn't have happened. But I'm going to be real with you. Throughout the whole first part of the graph, which we can still see, I don't remember any time where OG Suicide and the whole immunity thing like I don't remember ever really having a conversation with him about the issues with them I was just kind of like ignoring them you know what OG really Suicide responding. was doing making sure it stayed on YouTube and didn't come to the building right but I'm just saying like we weren't really even getting into it throughout that period now after the SBA slash BLK moment the Snoopy Badass slash Black uh, Boulay Kev thing that's when it got heated the suicide leaving the building probably happened around that time period. Not to say they're upset about it. It was just a, a good safety net for you. Like, yeah. they're not tripping behind it, but as long as he was in the building, it was going to be a certain amount of respect extended regardless. Mm. It's just because of politics. Right. They're not mad about it. I haven't heard them. I talked to AD at least once or twice a week. How's that going? No, it's just nephew. We just he'll pick my brain. I'll call him, ask him if he needs anything. You know, mm. um, you know, AD's still positive. He's the same AD you know. He hasn't went like rogue on you, okay, at all. And I'm I, not, and I, and I think know. we need to do that reunion soon. <laughs> I mean, it might be a little while before that would seem like a good idea. You, AD, I got to work on T Rail. Yeah, it's gonna be. A What's while. this shit y'all did with the? They have a shop somewhere. I hear it's like something happened. They, his girl's clothing line that he has with Heather had a shop on Melrose. They left. I At the corner There's right something there. else we can acknowledge that I said it was fucked up. I was painting a fake narrative. I was saying we ran you off the block. Obviously, it's not true. We, like, yeah, we hear, got a shop. They had already basically been shut down for, like, a year because the store flooded. And then I they chose that. to leave. Us going there didn't have anything to do with the fact that they were there. The insurance didn't want to cover it. Them, going on them leaving didn't have anything to do with the fact we were Clear it up, then. Clear probably, it up then. Probably should have been obvious to anybody Clear watching, but I'll, I'll make that clear. Check yourself yeah. before you wreck yourself. You're doing great. That that was something that was just trolling. You're doing great. There you go. You're There's doing, an well, let the people yeah. know then. Okay. Because we ain't playing. We ain't playing. You heard who's, MC who's Breed, we? right? Yeah. MC Breed? No. Who's that? 
them ain't playing. Cause they ain't playing. They ain't playing. Why are you censoring yourself? Because I noticed that when I see the edits, I think you've been running into problems because I say certain things. Sometimes it can take a while to get these monetized when you're this is using why I didn't a lot of profanity. Word, yeah. But you know, well, it was 51, 51, I lost my MC Bree. We're not playing, Adam. Who's MC Bree? When, MC Bree. What year are we talking? The B. The R to the double E D in. Ain't no future in the front, and we mean that. Oh, okay. Road. All right. Now I remember yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah you I thought saying like MC prob- Bree, like you Bree You probably cheese. wasn't listening to rap music. You wasn't into black people back then. We couldn't help you. Less into the music, probably. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. know about every fucking B, single artist. Skate bo- skateboard and BMX and all that type of stuff he was into. Yeah, I can't deny yeah, that. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I interviewed a female rap group the other day that I think you should at least called, check their music out. What were they? Something, the the Cuzzos. Where are they from? They're from all over South Central, basically. Five chicks came together. They went to high school with Almighty Suspect and shit, a bunch of them. Uh, he told me, he goes, look, i never seen a five-girl group out of L.A. doing their thing, and the music is fucking dope, and their personalities are dope, and they're really at the very beginning of their career. They're not that big yet, but I'm, I told them by the end of the interview, and I've, I don't think I've ever said this to anybody, I said, anything you need from me, producers, artists, anybody you want to fuck with, just let me know. Like, I really feel like um, they are going to be fucking huge. Cuzzos. And they're not Crips, for the record. The fact that he's doing this for you guys, and he... He's going to say something about me when I have sex I think they know that that's not the case. He's baiting you for a sexual act. No, I don't know. Don't go for it. No, no. Sisters, please understand what's in front of you. Actually, they made it very clear. The devil Never walked the blade. They said never walked the blade and never had OnlyFans. Yeah, but you're trying to turn the sisters out. You're doing too much. No, no, no. You're doing too much. Nothing but respect for the Cuzzos. But not Crips, which do you think that's going to go over But I did send their music today to T-Money. You, um, you listened to Oh, I did I send it to you? I sent it to T-Money. Oh, I did. To, I already sent it to you. I well, sent it to T-Money because T-Money is a great pen. Okay. A lot of people. And he has an artist, Honey uh, Honey Cocaine. She's out of the bay. We need to interview her. Are you sure you mean Honey Cocaine? Is another one from Tyga era? No, she's from Oakland. There's a new Honey Cocaine? I Who am I her name. Who is the... Yeah, she... Wasn't Honey Cocaine? This, honey this Cocaine. Tyga era? I'm going to do my Google. Honey, let me see. She from Co- Yeah, there it is. Yeah, like all all the top results are like ten plus years ago, and with Tyga for the most part. T-Rell had a song with her too, which was the whole thing. T Tyga. Hold on, I sent it to him today. Cause he's a pen, like like he's a. He's been a pen for a lot of people. I don't know if this is true or not, but breaking news, Suge Knight is going to testify against KVD. I don't know if that's no, true. No, no, that's this, is, this is a Nina Boy uh, thumbnail. That's Cap. So Nina Boy, see? I don't know see now, how official that is. See, now, I got, as a power rule, I got to stand up. Because Nina Boy Crip, and he know what he's doing putting that type of shit out. Right? Suge Knight is definitely... He's trying to get some speak, views. He's definitely not testifying... Against nobody. Mm. That's Cap. I just searched Suge Knight on Twitter. That's and Cap. I'm we not, ain't doing that. I'm not seeing anybody else we talking about and it. And see, that, that's where I've been slipping. Because right now, regardless of what anybody want to say, when it comes to certain stuff like that, when it's a voice on one side, I'm the voice on the other side. We ain't going for that. I don't give a fuck what me and the homie going through. You ain't going to do him like that. 
Yeah, I mean, that's I'm, out. I'm, I'm not co-signing it. I'm trying to find somebody else saying it. I'm not seeing it. He's not so. saying, man, that's Nina Boy talking. Nina Boy got, got me, probably. Yeah, know? he talking. Damn. That's crazy. Sugar, yeah, slap the shit out of that nigga. Yeah, that's some bullshit. God damn it. Nina Boy. He be all right. He be all right. Newman. Seinfeld fans? He be all right. The Roosters don't watch Seinfeld. Yeah. God damn it. Y'all seen that footage when um the transgender licked Nina Boy's face? I don't think I saw that. Yeah, it's out there. Yeah, we even it out like that. Pete Fong. Do you see the, the clip where... Even it out like that. <laughs> Did you see the clip where uh, the transmission put her fucking gooch on my knee? First of all, we're going to respect the community. It's transgender. Okay. We don't use a type of words. Didn't we just argue about you not using their fucking pronouns the other day? No, I don't acknowledge... A he as a she. I don't do that. I don't think transmission's offensive. Definitely offensive. Tranny is offensive. I don't, think, offensive. I don't think a lot of the trans community knows that people in the streets are calling them transmissions. Transgender. We're not doing that. We have to protect the no jumper platform. I have a lot of trans followers. And just because you're Caucasian doesn't mean. I have a lot of trans followers. The other day I posted an Instagram reel of me talking to Lil Blood and we were referring to them as transmissions, which what I don't know if I ever did before. I was just trying to fit in. I didn't get any complaints. So therefore, I don't think it's offensive. Definitely offensive. It's a cute nickname. On the hunter side, we I refer to Sydney them as Star. transgender. Sydney Star, you my little transmission. Oh my God. No. Yo, what do you think about Jason Lee? He's running for office. You seen it? Yeah, didn't you and bring that up it. last time too? No, but I seen it today. He signed his papers. Mm. He signed his papers. Uh, I'm gonna send um uh, a load of incredible diapers up there. I think his running mate should be EBK Jabo. So you want to set the brother up to lose. We talked about this. This was all like a conversation That's we did the last rapper time. Yeah. From Stockton. Who has beef with Mozzie that you were talking about last time. Yeah. Well, I think they worked that out. Mm-hmm. Um they, maybe, they, maybe one they, they're fans of his music. Ain't too much beef. When you hate a motherfucker, you don't care if it's good or bad. You're gonna just say it's whack. But if you had beef with, you know, Michael Jackson, you'd still have to acknowledge his music was good, right? Uh, well, that's Michael Jackson. That's a little man. different. Yeah. Yeah, a little I don't know different. if EBK Jabo is Michael Jackson. Yeah, yeah, I think Mike was different. <laughs> How was it meeting a uh, little shine earlier for you? Yo, I think he's gonna be a big deal. Let's keep him close. Yeah, he had a yeah from Minnesota. Yeah, he's gonna be a big. He deal. had his first real show in LA the other day, and if you see the video, you'll be way more convinced that he's up next because the fucking kids were losing their shit. All I him. know is my brother Stack Quote taught me this. Shout out Stack Quote, great if, man. Get him on the podcast. I've been trying to get him to do an interview forever, and he's always saying brother, he won't do it. He can't tell me no. Ooh, I like that. Stack cannot tell me no. I can't tell him about it. I don't think he's ever done an interview, like maybe way back in the day, but I don't think in recent You know, Stack's years. a lot of big business going on over there with Lyrical Lemonade. Oh, yeah. He's still doing that? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, they, they got a, the soft drinks coming out. Oh, that's still like in the works. Okay. No, in the works. No, that shit's inked. Okay. Major distribution. Like major, major. Oh, that could be huge. Top of the food chain. Hmm. I wonder if they'll do an alcoholic version. Uh, like add to 5% alcohol type thing? Well, I just like the Happy Dad thing. I don't know if you know the Nelk Boys, but mm-hmm. they're like a huge white boy alcoholic YouTube channel, and they fucking made their own hard seltzer, like a white claw called Happy Dad, mm-hmm. and that shit is gigantic. Yo, they're, stat, probably, they're making so much money. Yo, Stat's shit. like one of the closest people to me. Really? Like that's somebody I know that in the event of my demise, if everything goes wrong, he's going to take care of my family. That's mm. a fact. So that's my brother. You want to interview him? I asked him to come up. You know, I never talked about this before, there. but when I was really going through my bad cancellation 2018, when I was really getting shit on by the media and Twitter and everything, 
somehow I just ended up hanging out with Stat Quo for like five, six hours. Positive. He basically told me over and over and over, you're going to be all right. This is not the end of the world. This is like, like That's he just that. really drilled it into my head that I was going to make it through it. And I haven't thought about this in years, but that meant a lot to me at the time. That's that. You want me to call and see if we can set it up? You can ask him off camera, too, because I feel like him doing an interview is kind of like a personal thing. Because he's, he's denied brother. me on it multiple times, and I know a lot of other people have asked First of too. all, Stats' original roots as an artist. He was signed to fucking I remember. Uh, Eminem, Dre, all that kind of crazy shit. Yeah. He had a great yeah, like a yeah, yeah. ad lib. He, came he had in, a great yeah. He came in at a time where social media was taking that turn to where you kind of like had to have some gimmicky, some crazy shit going on. Him and Game was like came at the same time. Game was great at it. Stat yeah. ain't really into but that. It's kind of early social media. It was like 2005 yeah, or something. Yeah, but Stat shit, right? just want to rap. Mm. He don't want to do the other shit. Right. Where it was just about, you know, um, your skills. Well, you know what he told me fucked up his career is that Eminem had a song that he wanted Stat to get on for his album, for Stat's album, I believe. This is because this is why his album never came out. Eminem said, This is the song I want you to get on it. Stat, at the height of his career, he's feeling himself. He says, I am, I don't think that's the one. I don't think that's the song. He made it sound like that was kind of the end of M fucking with him at that point, which is kind of crazy to think of. That M could been. be that turned off by, I hope I'm getting the story correct, but the M could have been that turned off by it that he just kind of stopped been. fucking that, with him. That, no, listen, that'll do it. Mm. That'll definitely do it. That's like game telling me, hey, I want this type of tour bus and I want to fly this way and I want to only want to stay at this type of uh, uh, hotel. Mm. And it's the total opposite. Right. That's going to be the end of it. But, I, oh, like if you do the total yeah, opposite. Yeah, same shit. You know, they want what they want. When they call them, call on you, they expect you to be there, especially if they feel like they put you in the position. Mm. Interesting. So what what do you, you you're planning on giving uh, Vlad the full life story? Yeah, he asked me any limits. I said, I don't do no, I don't censor shit. Ask me what you want to ask me. Just don't edit, just don't edit out my, my answers. You know what you need to do is you need to mention this podcast like every five minutes so that every you single know. clip you're doing promotion for this podcast. You know I'm going to push it. Or wear a shirt that says Adam and Whack with like you, a JCPenney like listen, holiday photo of you us. Got, you got somebody that can do it in the morning? Uh, no, but. What, you don't got, bro, y'all don't know how to go to downtown. AD got me that shirt I wore in here. To make a shirt on like two hours. 12 hours notice? Wait, really? I swear to God. But didn't he actually make those? He just went downtown. No, he went. I swear he made one. He made that for me to wear in here. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't have, I, I've never made a one-off shirt on a 12-hour limit. Bro, you go fucking downtown. You take the, we got a logo already. Spoiler. Adam and Wax it's show. It's 7.35 p.m. It Everything is done. closed downtown. I don't, I don't interview tomorrow till 2 o'clock. Santee Alley is closed. Man, if you go down there and they tell you $50 and give them a $100 bill, they're going to do it. What the fuck? That, is I'm saying they're probably closed. Like, literally, the light's off. Nobody's there. Everybody knows the spots that open up. They open up 8, 9 o'clock in the morning downtown. You go down there. They want an extra large hoodie. Boom. And is Jason it. still here? We could ask Jason. That's it. Because if anyone's going to know how to do it, if we're going to get his opinion on what it would take to get the shirt made. Also, what if I just take Vlad a white a T-shirt and I just write Adam and Wack and Sharpie on it and then no, you wear no, that? No, 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 no. We ain't doing it. See, that's that picking shit you're trying to do. What? Okay. Make you, you wear a weak ass t shirt? Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, you want to know my advice for I'm going whack on whack? One hundo. I'm gonna give you my. Hey, yo, I like that. Say that I more. I like that. I like that. I whack one hundo. We just we just admitted some shit. Here's my yeah. idea. This is my advice from having gone on Vlad yeah. many times. Don't wear a black shirt. Because you end up sort of blending into the thumbnail. You want to wear something kind of Make bright and noticeable. He did. Damn, all right. Call him. We'll call him. I'll call him. We get it done. Trust me, he knows where to go. Just tell him get an extra large white hoodie. I got some white Air Forces in the car. Throw that with that. We owe. He's Filipino. But I don't only do waste up anyway. You know shit. Oh. Hey. Calling into Jason on the Adam and Wax show. I never thought I'd be living this life. Yo. Hey, if we were to want to get a customized T-shirt made within the next, I don't know, 15 hours, would we be able to do it? Do you have any ideas of people who can make it happen? Yeah, just like uh, you just need one shirt. One hoodie. One hoodie hoodie. for WAC 100 to wear that would have uh, some sort of like text that says the Adam and WAC show or something. That's it. Or actually, no, we want to have just a giant Adam 22 head on it. Fuck no. No. The Adam and WAC show. (laughs) The Adam and WAC show, extra large. I need it by the mall before 2 p.m. Oh, 2 p.m. Go downtown, bro, 8, 9 o'clock in the morning. If they charge you 40 bucks, give them a $100 bill, they'll do it on the spot. Just keep keep it in mind. Let me know if you have any leads of anyone who could do it. I'm thinking of like the. You remember the Ain't Nobody Cool dudes? They had that fucking machine that they could make sure it's super they easy. Remember got that? It. They yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do it. We could do something. I can. 2 p.m. All right, I'm, I'm gonna get you. White hoodie, extra large. I need, I need some artwork. Are you, you, you got the Adam and Wax show? Whatever the yeah, thumbnail. Could you is. have Gus uh, mock something up with the the thumbnail art or the whatever? Thumbnail, not, not, the, not, the, not the full thumbnail, but just like the, the Adam and Wax show. The, the text with the no jumper. I got you. Okay. I got you. And also, White hoodie, but, extra large. And if it yeah. could say "fuck DJ Vlad" under it, that would be great. No, 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 I don't no, do I'm that. I'm just kidding. Okay. Don't do that. I, I got you. All right, let okay. me know. Don't 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 uh, work yourself into a tizzy over or anything. But if we could do it, it would be Yo, pretty listen. cool. What? I got you. I got a proposition. Tizzy? I this, you don't like tizzy? I got this clothing line, right? Yeah. That my homeboy guy. What does that shirt say? Made for all. Okay. Right, and I would love to do a no jumper edition. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people from the culture, Crips and Bloods, watch your shit. Right. So we got this it's line. Part of the problem. Yep. Okay. We got this line. <laughs> it's called "On the Fingers." Oh yes, my my man John over here is yeah right pioneer. So that. I would love to do. It's some, entirely his brand. Or are you partnering? No, that's his brand. But I'm gonna help my brother. That's P Funk, right? But if we could do an "On the Fing- Fingers," so when version, you say P Funk, that's Paul. That's Roo. just another way of saying Pyro. That's okay. Paul Rue across the board. Okay. See, when I was young, growing up. And I was doing time, and he know because his little brother did time with me. People would come in, and they would kind of like isolate their enemies. So if you was from like Compton, Paru, they'd be like, if you're a Compton Crip, they like, nah, we got beef with them. Mm-hmm. So when person asked me where I was from, I tell him Paru. Mm-hmm. Which one? All of them. Mm-hmm. So if you you if it's an issue with one of the homies, then I felt like it wasn't an even race, then I'm gonna run that fade, right? Okay. Because I'm feeling what they feeling, and and. Certain generations, power rules, we just move like that. P- niggas from where they from, but at the end of the day, we all gonna feel what we feel. But I was just thinking, y'all got a store, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And because Which our you co- haven't been to yet? Yeah, I'm gonna come to it. Okay. Our culture represents both sides, especially in LA when it comes to no jumper. I got a lot of Crips, a lot of Bloods, a lot of power rules, a lot of essays. They hit me, they tell me, yo, whack. You and Adam is the reason why we back over there. This is real shit. On Melrose? No, just 
watching this segment. Oh, okay. They they like oh our, watching them. Yeah, right. right. So if we can do it on and on the fingers, mean the fingers. It's people throwing up their shit, whether it's neighborhood, whether it's blood, whether it's crip, whether it's paw rules, just throwing up your shit as a positive thing because it's representation on what you represent. We could do a, a no jumper version, put the logo on there, toss them in there, give you the, your cut. I take care of all the costs. On the fingers. Yeah, look out for my homeboy, Lil John. Lil John, work. doing his thing. I think you learn to like my You got people. a mean, is that Kofi? That kind of a Kofi, right? That's a Kofi. Oh, that's a Kofi? Okay. But his ass don't read the Quran. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> he rides motorcycles and shit, right? No, no. He rides motorcycles. I brought I him a motorcycle. He rides motorcycles. Oh, okay. You know what's crazy about my team? What? You, you've seen other teams. My team ain't extra out with all the fucking antics and shit. Yeah, Not I've never all. seen them wild out. I, I get the idea that they probably wild no, out. Oh no, they definitely they could wild they, out. They, they decorated warriors. Yeah, that's, that's generals. Kind of assuming that. Like yeah. that's one thing about me. I don't got nothing under me. That's under me. I've seen everything their disposi- that's with me is like me. I've seen their disposition soften a little. When they first came in uh-huh. here, I was getting more of a vibe of like, oh, these guys might beat the shit out of me. But now no, I feel like it's no, more not hospitable. Nah, they, they're yeah. very respectful. They move when we got to move, but you know, it's just what it is. You know, I can't have a. A baby rattlesnake don't know how to control their venom. Those are the ones we keep at the end of the streets. A baby rattlesnake doesn't know how to control When a baby venom. rattlesnake hits you, he releases the whole sack. This is a weird metaphor when because a full-grown so rattlesnake, few people are familiar with how rattlesnakes work, full, never mind babies. When a full-grown rattlesnake hits you, they give you just enough to get you off of them mm. and get you away from them. Mm. In case you try to double back, they got something left. A baby rattlesnake, he going to hit you. And he's going to release the whole venom sack. Mm. Right? So, so they'll fuck you up worse. Yeah, you keep them outside. Because if they see something, hear something going on, you want them to release the whole sack. I want you to release the whole sack. I mean, there you go. Or some gay <laughs> shit. Release my sack. Yo, see, Adam, you know psychologically homosexuality stars off in your brain. Yeah. I think one day you're going to be that curious well, you just gonna try this shit. Every I feel like every podcast you've told me that I'm gonna be gay in the future. If you keep saying it, it yo, might really happen. Hey, yo, look, I think you have a wife that would accept it. You being bi, she's actually told me that she would be pretty not pleased if that were to happen. You went by. You know, there's always this conversation. Bye bye. If you went by, bye bye bye. She was a big uh, Backstreet Boys fan. Um, no, but you know, like some women would be okay with their man doing bisexual activities. Some women wouldn't. I don't think my girl. Hey, you know what? A lot of women are like men. Like men like to see two women. And some women, they get off seeing that. Have you met a lot of women like that? No, a lot of women I know, they say, nah, I'm not I wouldn't want to see my man doing that. But I've heard a few girls say that, but a very small percentage. I think my girl would be pretty upset if I had doo-doo on my dick from some Did you um Assuming I would be at the top. Did you do the Midget scene with your wife? Not a midget. CJ Miles. Give her a Google. She's hot. No, nah, you're a midget. But she is she's five. She is four seven. Four seven. What, huh? are you, what are you looking for right now? No, midget was, dudes? No, I've been. Um, you know they don't like that, right? I've been noticing that there's. And we need to. There's. Um, are you like losing your sight? Because your, your text on see. your phone is so big and you're squinting at it. Like, what, what no, is this? I've been noticing that. Did you watch that movie? I forget the name of it. I was like the um, the trafficking of kids. I believe uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, uh, oh, Mel Gibson. He, I think he might have directed it. 
There was like sound of something. There was one that came out like recently, that. sound of something, but it was like. Something like that. I didn't see it, but I heard about um, it. That shit, is, you know, they said that, that, that I don't even want to call it an industry, but that bullshit is make it more, makes more money than a whole airline industry combined. Mm. Right? And uh, they're like literally like they, they kidnap the kids and then they put them in these containers and they ship them off. So we got a large problem today and me being a father, you being a father, mm. um, we kind of ignore this shit. We don't talk about it. We don't bring awareness. Like, I think a lot of us as parents, we need to tighten up on what's going on. Even on Clubhouse, it's been a fluctuation. You know, I got a team on there, and we kind of run searches and backgrounds on people to make sure we don't have those type of people on our stage. So everybody who comes into the Clubhouse room gets checked to see if they're a child trafficker. If you're on the hunting side, we checking to see if you, like, you— kids or you you know a rapist or or what you are because believe it or not that app is for 12 and up clubhouse yeah i don't allow minors on my floor but i'm not going to allow predators because a predator may meet a female who has kids mm. and then it leads to that you know what i mean last week we find them at least one every three four months we just find one this dude named pac-man d'angelo De connor or something like that oh boy and um and he was uh, sex trafficking or um, 13, 14-year-old girls. Went to the feds behind it. And gets out and tries to be a clubhouse superstar. Gets out, tries to be a clubhouse superstar, comes on rapping. Booms the room. No, no, he come on. He tried to. Come on rapping. <laughs> start beefing with my nephew, Cray. Hey, Cray, we're not doing that no more. I've been trolling you. But he starts going back and forth, and Cray's the one exposed it. Like, yo, this guy is this. And I go, we didn't know it. But he was on my floor, like, mingling with people. And then when we got his paperwork, he, in fact, was, like, like you know, trafficking and taking 13, 14-year-old girls to have sexual acts and doing all this crazy shit. But wait, he wasn't just fucking them. He was, like, trafficking them he and, like, create, selling them or create, some shit? What is it? Back planet. Oh, back page? Back page. He's, like, uh, prostituting He was them. doing that, oh, taking wow. them and dropping them off and picking them up. And what's crazy is we find out that right now today, because, you know, when you parole from that, you have to go register. Nicki Minaj's Her husband went through this. Yeah, yeah. And I guess dude didn't register, so now he's, he's on the run. That's why he's all fucked up. He's now, on the yeah. run right now. Oh, he's still on the run? But not registering. Really? Right, but yeah, he's, dude out of Brooklyn, uh, Flatbush, Brooklyn. He did this shit up in Buffalo, New York. But, you know, one thing about it, the hundred trenches, we're going to bring awareness to that. We talk our shit, but we're going to protect our kids, protect our women at all times. But overall, in life... We need to be aware of these type of people. Out here, we have Megan's Law, right? Is it Megan's Law? Right. Bro, I urge you, put go to Megan's Law, put your zip code in, and look at your area, right? Um, if there's schools or parks in your area, daycares, um, anybody that's registered is not supposed to be within a mile of that. Mm. Like, I, I pulled it up one time. It was one on my block. I went and knocked on his door. And he opened the door? Yeah, I let him know. I said, look, bro, me and you both been to the same place. I know what you... On parole for, right? I live down there. You know, just let, let, let's keep it, keep it moving. I want him to know that I know. Keep it moving, like you need to get the fuck out of my neighborhood. I mean, I would, I would, I would, you know, uh, appreciated that, but don't. I don't want to catch you in front of my house. Well, that's the for sure. That's if you walk in your dog, go to the other side of the street. Even him just knowing that you know is probably gonna. Yeah, I don't abate at least some of the problems you might have. Uh, we got a lot of single parents, man. We got a lot of single mothers. We got a lot of our kids that they be out on their bikes and stuff, bro. It's like we gotta like, you know, that's a, that's a mental illness, I believe. Yeah, people for sure. that do that. You know but I mean? okay, 
if you have, well, you have kids, but I think about that sometimes. Like when my kid is ten, am I gonna let her like ride her bike around the neighborhood? No, I mean is it, is it, she needs to be supervised. Yeah. Today, Adam. In this day and age, today you she needs to be supervised. I, when I was a kid, when I was like, as soon as I was like five or six, I'm riding my bike all around the neighborhood, when hanging we out, 10, doing whatever. We were badass little ten year olds. Yeah. We had switchblades and motherfucking slingshots. Well, that, yeah. We were bad, right? right? And we kind of knew how to fend for ourselves a little more. Our kids these days, bro, they they can't. They're defenseless. Right. Somebody pull up with a snatch move, it's nothing, there's nothing they can do. Mm. This is real shit. Yeah, I don't know. That's a lot to fucking just think about what you're going to allow your kid to do once they get older. Can't do it, brother. Yeah. You got to, you know, I'd rather you overdo it than another do. Can I get your reaction to this? What's that? My friend, streamer Destiny, says the N-word while on live stream. You ready to hear this? The guy that was here? It turns out he's a racist. Just Let me kidding, but. Uh, Destiny, you said nigga like one month ago. I would never even utter that disgusting fucking word. I would never, ever, in any circumstance, want to ever fucking say that. So that is not... Uh, Destiny, you said nigga like one month ago. I would never... So Rate that is, on a scale is, of 1 to 10. How saying, offensive is that? He's saying somebody else said it. Yeah, he was like talking about. He was reading a comment that said it. He could have easily said the n word. I don't know. I mean, he was it, reading the comment. He's kind of. Uh, he, he's reading the comment. Yeah, yeah. Now here it is. I know some of my people ain't gonna like me saying this. There's a difference between nigga and the hard er. Mm. We have commercialized nigga. I'll be in stores. It'll be two Mexicans talking, and they'd be like, "My nigga," like right. right. They kind of like. That's what they say, right? Everybody uses the word. I don't know if it's rap music. I don't know what it is. It's really just white people that aren't supposed right. to use it at this point, right? Um, I don't know because— Too many people, I would say. Shit, Eminem used it. Yeah, but when he, a long time ago, and he never wanted it to get out, and then once it came out, he took like a three-year break from rapping. Well, no, I think what you call it, they put a gag order on him. Corner Ray's a dad. Fuck it, Benzino. Benzino? He had a whole album. And they put a, I read the paperwork, put a gag order on Benzino. He had a whole album where it was like real offensive shit. Porch monkey, nigger, all kind yeah, of yeah, crazy yeah. stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, um, but I think he was, I don't know, like I, I met the I met the dude, I think he was reading something. I, I think he wouldn't have said the hard ER. The main thing I remember with that Eminem mixtape from back in the day is that one of the choruses on one of the songs was like, Black girls are stupid. Black girls are there dumb. There you go. <laughs> I yeah. was like, bro, crazy. What are you going through? That this is what you wanted to make yeah, music so, about? I don't know. I think he'd be all right with that. What de the way Destiny said it? Yeah, I think I, I think he's. I don't think that. Destiny's going to face any real repercussions from this, yeah. mostly because he's not really like a hip hop participant, and it's not yeah. like he was really saying it. He was just. Nah, he was, and him. he wasn't talking at us. Yeah, he was reading a comment talking about something. I mean, you know, it's a very sensitive word. You know, we're kind of hypocritical with it because we call each other this all day long. Do you, then do, the minute somebody else says it, do you look you know, at Destiny as almost kind of brave for saying it in that situation? No, I just look at it. I don't think his mind was working in insulting and being disrespectful. I think he was reading the comment. I mean, he was trolling. You listen to what he said after he said it. He goes, "I would never use that disgusting word. I would never say that." Like he's he's trolling. You know, he knew. He's saying I would never say it, but he's saying it. Yeah, because yeah. He, he knows that it's going to get a rise ask, out of people. Let me ask you something. Hmm. If I were to use if, it in a similar way, if yeah. I were to read a comment right now, how about if probably we troll, a different reaction. How about if we hit him in his motherfucking mouth? Can we say we was trolling? I don't think punching someone is really a troll. It's trolling. Oh, but I was just trolling. 
I don't think that's how it works. Well, I mean, maybe he might want to chill out then. Yeah, but I don't think his social circle is likely to really give a fuck about this one. Is his visual on there? Yeah, that was a clip from hey, the one thing about our people, we're everywhere. We did post it on the November account. We're everywhere. Like 70,000 likes. Whoa. One thing about our people, we're everywhere. Uh-huh. Kanye's rapping about switches and putting belts to ass. Okay. Switches? What do you mean switches? Like the hydraulics? that you put on the gun. Oh. Those are illegal. Yes, they are. People are strongly advised that you do not modify your firearm. You'll do 10 years in federal uh, prison or whatever. Leave your firearm as is. Right. Um, I, sh- I, I advise you. I don't think Kanye is, is promoting switches. Let's hit this topic. Uh, Diddy. Oh, shit. You guys kind of predicted this because you talked about it at length on that academics podcast with Troy Ave and Fat Boy. It was coming. And then, like, did you know that this was coming? I knew it was coming. I know how it go. And I knew he was going to step away from his company to save his company. Revolt, yeah. Yeah, you know, you got to remember, you understand how this works. The liquor already is kind of like what it is. The minute those ads start being pulled, what happens with revolt? Mm. Right. And and him being sitting in that seat will force all it takes is that major ad to pull out mm. and they go public and say, you know, um, we have, you know, pulled out our ad campaign will revolt. And then somebody like No Jumper reports that that company has pulled out. It's over with. So he did the best thing he should have. He should have did that initially. A lot of things he should have did. He should have just took care of Cassie and um, she asked for it, and he should have been, at the time that Cassie shit happened, he should have stepped down then. Mm. He tried to save himself by settling the suit right away, right? Yeah, but, she, you know, he should have just... See, she extorted him. That's... You're comfortable calling it extortion based I'm gonna on what? I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Adam, if me and you went on a robbery, it was me, you, and the driver, right? Right. And in the, and, and in the commission, no, we can't say that because what I'm about to say, <laughs> no, nah, my homie. He looks like he could drive right now. No, no. In okay. the commission of the robbery, we leave and we start to get like cold feet about the driver. Mm. So me and you make a decision that we got to get rid of the driver, right? Okay. Years go by. Yeah, Adam, I need a million dollars before I start talking about that robbery. You know what happened that night, and I stopped. Now, the world here is robbery. But you know what happened that night. You know it's a shallow grave somewhere, mm. right, with the driver in it. Okay. I need a million, right? Now, let's fast forward to what Cassie did. Yes, he would have me go get the male prostitutes, and he would strip naked and masturbate while filming us. She stopped. You know what Puffy knows? And after... I got done with the male prostitute. Then he would join in and I would grab the, fa- the the camera and film them. Right. She put enough out there to let him know. I'm not playing. I'm about to tell it all. So you think that he was getting it in with these dudes, too? I think Puffy did nothing wrong when it comes to their sexual acts. She was with it. He paid to keep the embarrassment from coming out. Do you think he's that embarrassed about fucking with dudes? Puffy has a fucking ego. He has children. Yeah. 
Understand what I'm saying? I don't think it's just about him. And I think, remember, a person's going to fire the smaller gun first. Mm. Can you only imagine the other things that she would have began to talk about? Because when that case came out, that's what I was telling Lena. I'm like, just imagine I what they're going to put out. I 24 hours. I'm like, what are they going to put out about him next week? What are they going to put out the week after that? Because you know that they're not giving you everything all at once, even though it's a suit. You know they got all kinds of brother, shit ready to go. Brother. This is not like a one and done. Puffy, whatever he was doing with her sexually, that was consensual. But the things that were probably going on would probably bring an embarrassment to him and his and his family. So, I mean, like, you don't believe that she was really, like, getting mentally tortured by him for all those years? Because that's kind of what she was saying. Um, You know, I believe that it's been five years. Let's get it. You know, I'm tired of no disrespect. You got caught fucking the trainer that Puffy was paying for. So let's not paint her as a fucking angel. That's how they fell out? This is a fact. Maybe that was her just trying to find a way out. She have two kids. She's sitting back and she's watching young Miami getting assistance from Puff with her career, which is something she was looking to happen. While he impregnates other women. Right. Puff always had an understanding with his female that it it just ain't me and you. Hmm. Even with young Miami, I, I don't think it's just a... Those two things, she plays her position. Yeah, he's been pretty clear yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, whatever that may be, right? Um, young Miami, she's pretty strong. Will she going to accept what she going to accept? And that's what it is, right? Um, but I think you know exactly what was going on when it comes to the sexual activities 14, 15 years. That's like your wife 15 years from now saying, I didn't want to. I did it because you made me feel like I had to. Right. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's a little different with you because your shit's televised. And she got me into porn, for the record. She but, already had porn star dreams when I met her. Listen, but if she was to come out and do that, right, they would scrutinize you, right? The only difference between you and Puff. And all she, all, all she got to do is say it. Yeah. It doesn't matter that it, it makes no matter. sense and that every single person who was around would the say, nah, that's not roll. how it happened. Yeah. 30% of the world is going to believe it regardless of what you say. Probably more than that. Right? Yeah. But I think with you, all the other shit ain't going on. You know, mm-hmm. Puff them, you know, it's a lot of rumors out there that, you know, it's a lot of other shit going on. Who knows where the story would have led to. So when you were saying party party on that academics interview, were you talking about See, that type gay shit. shit or were you more talking about just weird freaky shit? Uh, all of it in general, because when he says party party, the way he's saying it, like he said it to Fabulous, mm. it leads us as heterosexual men to say, Fabulous just said, nah, we partied together. We was at Live. Shout out to Headline of Mike. And he's like, nah, Playboy, me and you, a party party. So that's why I'm like, Puff, please go online and define what a party party is. Mm. Because now it's sounding like you want to get up close and personal or a little too personal with that individual. And now we're hearing Cassie, right? Him asshole naked masturbating behind the camera, watching uh, uh, another dude fuck his woman. I don't even think you're doing that. Masturbating behind the camera? No, no you're not, not really. filming. You, you wasn't there. No, no, no. You're not, see what I'm saying? But I banged her with another dude the other day. No, who did? Me and Lena and another man. I thought you was waiting to do that for the show. Well, it's going to come out next Thursday. So this it's is the fun. winner of the show. You already did it. So you already know the winner is. Yes. Okay. There you go. Yeah, but I mean, okay. That's, that's crazy. 
obviously it's different because he was allegedly doing this non-consensually or whatever, but Lainey, get out now. Diddy is apparently a black man who likes watching this girl get fucked by other dudes. Why he a lot of people told me that this didn't exist, that only a white no. man would ever be into this sort of thing. Now, I would like to remove myself from the non-consensual aspect of what he was doing, but no, no, no. it we appears do that. that this rich, powerful black man we're had not a thing say for getting his bitch fucked by other men while bro, he jerked off. You think for 14 years it was fucking non-consensual? I have some doubts about that, but also I could see her being in a fucking fucked up, non-consensual relationship for a long-ass period of time. It's not unheard of. Now... I will say, on the flip side, I'm not going to call her a liar when she says the physical stuff was going on. Right. I'm not going to do that, right? I'm not even entering that realm. I just think on the sexual side of it, she was good with it. I think she was having fun with it. I mean, in the night she was coming, having orgasms, getting a variety of different fucking men. How do we know she was having orgasms? I mean, you know shit. I would assume. Uh, <laughs> you can't assume that. I mean, R. Kelly had a whole harem for all those years, right? A uh, what? Harem, like a group of women he was fucking. Well, you got a group of women you fucking, including midgets. Not really. They just come around once in a while to film some shit. No, every time I leave, it's two, three, I'm pulling up. A harem would be like if I had just like 10 girls that like I had a separate house and they all lived there and I would just go fuck them whenever I wanted, mm -hmm. but they were like under lock and But key. you know what's crazy? When a, when a black man does this, you got something to say, but what about Hugh Hefner? Uh oh! What was he doing? Y'all gave him praise, Playboy, Playboy Mansion. <laughs> I like how I gave him praise. Y'all gave him praise. I mean, he created a cool magazine. I don't really oh, know much cool. about his sex life. He was yeah. fucking a lot of girls. That's cool, I guess. Um, this is another important one that we hit: the video of Ti and his son King beefing. He should have been did it. One of the craziest Charles things. Charleston White ever. told him that he should have been did. He should have been did it. That Ti yeah. should have choked his ass he out. Should have. First of all, we we watched King grow up having a good life. All this. You know, he, these rappers create these slogans, stand on business and this, and everybody starts saying this shit. He's telling his father he stands on business when it's the business of his father that that assured the fact that he could just stand, period. Mm. you had, We watched you grow up on TV. We watched Snake, my man Snake, right, um, supervise you when your father wasn't around, right? So T.I. should have been checked at, but... The son says something that got my attention. We know the truth. And if you guys didn't want me or something, then why did you just get rid of me? So I'm starting to think that he kind of felt like he was alienated or maybe T.I. was just kind of like always on him to get him right and he received that wrong. I don't think, uh, you know, I've had my issues with T.I. when it comes to legal shit. Uh -huh. But as far as him being a father and a dad, um, I give him a salute for that. Well, I, I don't take that from him. When I interviewed, I think he's been a great. Father. I interviewed Ti and his son Damani, the other son, uh, together, and Damani spoke quite a bit about how he had basically two parallel lives because when he was with Ti, he had all the nicest shit and you know beautiful house, mansion, whatever, and then the other side of his family, like on his mom's side, was basically like a much more average upbringing. Probably not some. But super he lived with his mother shit, and his father. He, but he, separate, you know, he had shared custody, essentially. So he spent some of his time with Ti and some of his, some of his. Mom. I, Ti, I don't. I don't know if that's exactly I, the same. Ti, for I King. don't. I don't come off to see Ti the type of guy that's not gonna keep Tiny right. I think wherever the hell the kids was at with Tiny was gonna be just as sufficient as they were with Ti. 
Right. I don't. I'm not gonna put that on Ti. I don't see him as that type of guy. But everybody, the reason why people are so obsessed with the King storyline is because you have what is essentially a rich kid who clearly has some kind of lust for wanting to have a more dramatic street type street, upbringing yeah. that it would appear that he didn't really have, but he you know, grows up listening That's, to rap music. And look at your dad. Your dad fucking invented trap music. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be fucking tough. I have some empathy for him. It's got to be tough growing to up, up under to that. Something. Well, he wants to, you know, every every young dude wants to be tough. They want to be self-sufficient. He didn't see T.I. His, his raising, T.I. didn't, that wasn't who T.I. was. How old is he? 20? He's pretty young. Yeah, he's pretty young. Like, by that time, T.I. was doing other things. Television, yeah. uh, clothesline. He's seen the real business side of his father. But a lot of people are going to always remember T.I. for the gangster-ass period of his career. And especially when you're his kid and you're kind of constantly being compared to it. Even T.I., when he stops being, like, gangster with his lyrics and all that type of shit, he's still clearly got a shitload of respect. And being a fucking celebrity's kid, it's tough because nobody's going to fucking give you your respect, even if you do some... Cool shit, I don't right? see T.I. ever as being gangster with his lyrics. I see him as just being real with his lyrics. My time. He be- was just saying real shit. He was saying his reality. I don't see T.I. trying to play over gangster with his lyrics. Maybe ever. not over gangster. He was just being real. He had real lyrics. I remember 2003, 2004, when I first found out about T.I., definitely our opinion of him was, oh, shit, this guy seems gangster as So what did fuck. you see Gucci as? Even more gangster, yeah. Yeah, see, you see the difference? Yeah. Where'd you see game ass? Also quite gangster. Yeah, yeah. you see what I mean? I think T.I.'s lyrics were more real. It was maybe speaking about the streets, but I don't think his persona per se is who he was, was trying to be gangster. I just you remember like, when he got caught buying like 40 guns? That's where my That made me think, okay, he's That's gangster. where my discrepancy comes in, because when I read that paperwork and you get caught with that type of stuff and you get 12 months in a day, uh, I'm scratching my head. Mm. And the commercials and shit he had to do, the We Tip commercials and all this type of stuff was low. I don't know. All right. Then he took the stand, you know, when the security guard got killed. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do shit like that. Yeah, I don't know nothing about all that, but. You know about you know about that? Yes, the second guy did it. I'm not going to tell T.I. whether he's gangster or not based on that shit. Yeah, I don't think he wants to be gangster. I just T.I. wants to be living his truth, and and he thinks his truth is real. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't knock him for that. He's supposed to. I got another bombshell for you. How do you feel about uh, Young Thug saying that Birdman's a fake blood? Um. I didn't hear that. You know what? I think interrogation video. I think I'm gonna be real. I've listened to that. It's only one thing in that that I I think was well two things. First of all, youngsters never think you can outwit law enforcement. Mm -hmm. You plead the fifth. You take the easy way out. Don't say nothing. Anything you say can and will be used against you. They tell you that. Your Fifth Amendment right is the right to remain silent. Right. Um, I think personally. Thug was attempting to derail right. a lot of things that they were saying. Um, Roscoe and Wayne were super tight. was like, if they're super tight, how, why would you think he would shoot up the bus? Um, Roscoe and, and Stunner really wasn't cool like that, so if they wasn't cool like that, why would you think Stunner would have him do such a thing? Um, and Thug in the same interrogation was denying that he was a blood. He said that was just joking ass internet shit or whatever. One thing he did that he shouldn't have done mm. was say that Roscoe took Wayne his drugs. 
if you look up Roscoe's RICO charges in this case, one of them is the distribution of drugs, right? Then he tried to disassociate himself from Roscoe by saying, Roscoe's not my manager. He doesn't do any business for me, mm. right? So I think I think Thug was attempting to derail a lot of the narratives that law enforcement was putting together mm-hmm. with the circle. But I think in doing so, he tripped up, and he should have just did what we trained to do and not said nothing at all. It's got to be tough for him to even get legal advice about what he should say, right? Because isn't everything say that he's shit. saying going to be recorded? You don't say nothing, period. You eliminate the possibility of anything happening, and you don't say a word. Mm. You plead the fifth. You let your attorney. He had no reason to talk. He's not on trial for the bus. Mm. Why talk about the bus? Right. You know what I mean? And 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 you got to remember, um, Stunner helped birth him. Uh-huh. So there's nothing he could say about the individual that was already here when he was birthed. There's nothing you could say about that. What are you going to say? Right. But I, I don't think, you know, that he, his intentions was that. I would hope they wasn't. Right. But nevertheless, if I was Stunner, you know, me and Stunner talked about it. But Thug and Birdman haven't really done business together in a long time, too. No, right? Thug, Birdman has an extreme respect and extreme, extreme love for um, for Thug. Right. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't think he would expect it to hear that out of Thug, whatever the attempt may be. You know, but at the end of the day, Stunner had been around, you know, three and a half decades. You know what I mean? No nothing surprising. And uh, he stays on his toes and he keeps people close enough uh, to be able to deal with him, but he keep him, um, he stays far enough away to be able to, you know, get away from it. You so think just, Birdman will ever comment on Thug saying that? Never. Never. Real gangster. He ain't going to do no talking about nothing. He'll have conversation with those around him that he felt like he can, but he'll never get a comment out of You want to know something? Oh, fuck. He's not here. But okay, anyway. I bought these shoes. It was day, Right? I think they were like 600 bucks or some shit, 700 bucks, whatever. Some Travis Scott Nikes, Dub told me to buy them. And I come into work today with them on. A bunch of people complimenting me on them and shit. And then my boy who works here, he's got the same ones. Wow, fuck, I just aired him out. Can we believe his name? He's got the same ones on, but they're fake. We got them side by side. I cannot tell the difference at all. So what did he pay for? 100 bucks. What's fake about them? They were not made by Nike. They were made by some guy who's trying to make money by faking Nike shoes. Probably not some guy. Probably like a pretty sophisticated and he operation. he for 100 or 200 I mean, he got them for 100 I don't know how much you could potentially oh, get them for. I seen them. I couldn't tell. That's fucking crazy, right? Yeah, that, that's like, uh, what's my man? Uh, Ocho Cinco. Mm. He like, yo, I don't buy no real diamond earrings. You crazy? If they in my ear, they cost 50000 I lose these shits in the bed. I'm going to go pay $18 for these shits. When I put them in my ear, they're real. Who's going to walk up on me and test them? Mm. And when I seen this night, that's why I'm, when you showed them to me, I seen him. I'm like, damn, the motherfuckers is hard. Right. I, didn't, I didn't think they were fake. I don't, like, we had them side by side. I don't see any differences. Now, I think the idea of wearing fake shoes sounds kind of whack, and the idea of wearing the real deal sounds kind of cool. But if there's no difference... I mean, I might just have to buy fake shoes for the rest of my life and just not tell anybody, right? That's real. If I could save like $600 on the fucking shoes. At the end of the day, we only going to rock it for so long before they out of here anyway. I'm saying. I mean, I wear shoes longer than the average person, but a lot of guys I know that wear shoes like once or twice, it's over. 
They ain't gonna know. Especially the guys that go to the club. They spend three thousand on an outfit. They go to the club where the lights is off. Yeah, nobody can see you. And then they take a picture because they took a picture on Instagram. They feel like they can't wear the fit again. My shit go to the cleaners. I'm putting it on again and again. Yeah. And again, I don't know what they're talking about. But if you're on camera, it kind of gives you a little bit more of a motivation to not re-rock Man, the outfits, right? About none of that. If I'd have had Vlad today, I'd have been on Vlad with this at two o'clock, and I'd have been over here at six o'clock with the same shit on. But you never, That's a fact. you never repeat outfits on here. I, don't I mean, what? I'm not here. I'm, what's the week? You ain't got yourself some Palm Angels pants, huh? I, mean, I don't know. You're feeling yourself, huh? I don't know, you know, shit. I don't know where shit come from. I got shit in the closet, just been sitting there. I find it, put it together. That's you got it. a personal shopper? Um, that would be nice. I, I used that. to. I, I got somebody that you want. She's yeah. real good. Yeah, she gonna dress me like you? No, she gonna dress how you want to dress. How she feel you should dress. I put her with NLE Chopper like two, three years ago. Mm. Um, her name is uh, Michael West. Okay. She used to she used to do Diddy and all his kids. Oh, so this is, this is like a real thing. A lot of people you know have personal shoppers. And she's cool. Like okay. she's cool. Like she's like this. she know how to cater to her to her uh, clients. I put you with her. Really? Try her out. Interesting. Yep. No, I'll give that a shot. I'm, you know, I'm she gonna... has a story too. Her mother is like fifty years, fifty years in, to life in federal prison. Like some dude told on her, like like she was like a a drug kingpin out of Detroit, and with hits called, but she didn't do it. But the actual hitman put it on her. They let him go. Um, yeah, she was almost close to being pardoned at one time. Um, I don't know what happened, but she got a crazy story. Interesting. Yeah. You see this thing right here? I'm rocking this all fucking winter. What is, is that? It's like a thermal thing because since I've been getting skinnier, I'm like, like last winter, I was freezing all fucking winter. Now I got these thermal shirts. I'm going to just wear this under my hoodie or under my T-shirt every single day. And that way I'll yeah. be able to stay warm because I, I was wear that on my dying. Bikes. I was dying last winter. I wear that type of shit. It's called some, uh, something, was it body, body armor or something? Yeah. I wear it like when I'm on my Harley. I have that underneath. On the bike. It makes I don't sense, feel yeah. nothing. Hell yeah. Right. Late at night, it's cool. We coming in 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, mm. October, November, December. I wear that, you don't feel anything. It's like going scuba Vegas. diving. You need something yeah. to keep yourself yeah. warm. Man. I wear all that under my bike. So y'all know what you say. Even uh, when we go on tour in Europe this time of year, I wear that. Interesting. You are free. That's a different type of cold. I'm not fucking with it. Yo, man, when you coming to the hunting side, man, the people want to ask some questions for you. You want me to go on Clubhouse? You got to give at least 30 minutes, man. Yeah. Show some love. I don't know, man. kind of anti-Clubhouse. Not the hunt. Can't be anti-hunting side. I might, be, I might just boom the room. No, we ain't gonna give you no bean. I, I don't even remember that. what that means. What is boom in the room? We ain't give you no bean. I ain't tripping that. No. Okay. B say go give you a bean. pack your ass out. I'm gonna give you a bean. You know what I'm saying? You can surf it. Anyway, appreciate you. Whack? Yeah. The bow down session of the Adam and Whack <laughs> show. You know what I'm saying? I'll take that. One up for the brothers. <laughs> Shout out to uh community. Okay. Is that what it is? Yeah. Community. How do you act like you don't know this? Because I keep hearing things. I hear fig. Back on fig. Back on community. fig. Community. Yeah. Right? You shove them together, you get yeah, fig so. immunity. Fig immunity, community. Shout out to nephew them over there. Listen, he apologized. It's your apology to Heather. You know, let's kind of like keep moving. Let's keep this shit healthy. And uh, let's leave Odesto alone. Odesto, you know, I had a DM troll with you. Yeah, what was that like? You guys are yelling at each other in the DMs? Oh, it's fucking crazy. You don't want me to read them? No, don't read it, but you can tell me about it or show me afterwards. <laughs> Desto, you know why I'm a little irritated with you. We had a conversation later. Till next time, shout out to the Adam and Wax Show. I'm going to give his name party today because he did the bowing down and the submitting. Mm, Smack up. the like button. West side. We out.